Scotty and Goss on this Wednesday morning, heading for a top of 30 degrees. Uh, but seriously, it's got very hot in Melbourne town. One man who's across it all is Mitch Cleary. He's the number one main man for football for the Seven Network when it comes to breaking news, and he's been kind enough to join us. Uh, Mitch, appreciate your time. Uh, if the Joel Smith story and Melbourne story wasn't big enough before yesterday, it is now officially massive. This has exploded, Goss. Good morning, guys. Uh, this is a really serious nature now. We knew that he was facing a violation for cocaine in his system on match day from a game late in the year of 2023. He's now facing facing three fresh violations of trafficking or attempting to traffic cocaine uh, through the last 12, 18 months. Joel Smith, this has exploded in the last uh, 12, 24 hours and uh, it's really serious now and it's going to throw questions all over again around the drug culture at the Melbourne Footy Club. How a player who, at the age of 27, is not only possessing, using, um, but now alleged to have been trafficking cocaine um, is really high-end. And the other layer to this, if it wasn't um, bad enough, it goes back to 2022 where... He's alleged to have been in possession of cocaine on the 9th of September, a day when he was the sub in a final. The next day, he played in a VFL prelim that they won. He went on to win a VFL flag the next week. So, Joel Smith, his career is in tatters. Um, If it doesn't end this way through the, I guess, the up to four-year ban that he's facing, um, he's well and truly in in line to cop the three AFL strikes, given... Um, the history of this, and that would end his career on the spot. So uh, a big day to unfold for the Melbourne Footy Club. Yeah, Mitch Cleary, Channel 7's uh, ace reporter, is online. So, Mitch, the, it's allegations. got to remember all of that. But Sports Integrity Australia, according to the reports, and you'd be across all this, there is messages of, of text messages on mm. his phone to teammates. They must be very edgy today as a football club and... Kate Roffey's reign, does it come into question? I mean, there's a lot going on at that football club. Absolutely, and you've got everything in the background around Glenn Bartlett, the former president who was agitating against drug use at the footy club, and um, he's come out strongly, um, you know, through court documents suggesting that this was rife for for some time and and, and nothing was done about it. So Kate Roffey's reign, yes, she is an AFL premiership uh, president uh, dating back to that... uh, 2021 season, but this does cast all sorts of doubts, not only over her, but the CEO, Gary Pert, you know, um, Simon Goodwin, the coach, was was he aware of this? Um, you know, Max Gorn, the captain, we, we love Max and his jovial nature, but how aware was he of this uh, right among his playing group? And, and he himself is, is due to speak later this morning at all things of a, an AFL Auskick launch, and I'm sure that's going to be uh, quickly forgotten the, the launch around Auskick when it comes to this. So, uh, you know, this is really high end now for the, for the Melbourne Footy Club. And, you know, they play a, a season opener in, in two weeks, Goss, against the, the Sydney Swans. So it couldn't come a, at a worse time. Uh, more allegations against Joel Smith. And, and again, as you said, um, when it involves text messages to teammates, it incorporates the whole footy club. Yeah, Mitch, that's the question I've got. Is, is that the extent of, it, of, the, um, of the charges of trafficking? Is it... You know, what do we know? Is it was he getting it for teammates? Was he getting it for like you know, we're talking, you know, commercial quantities for bigger sales and that sort of stuff to outside of the football club? What do we know about the, the extent of the trafficking charges? So the report is that there's been at least one text sent to teammates around alleged trafficking. And I must stress, you hear traffic and you think, you know, is that buying and selling and, and, and sort of moving quantities to other mm. people? 
the, the use, the, the term supply also falls under the trafficking, um, I guess, umbrella. So, you know, if, if he's been in possession himself and is, is offering or, um, you know, supplying to a teammate or, or those close to him, that does fall under that umbrella. So there's no suggestion to this point, Scotty, that, you know, he's, he's buying and selling and, and moving um, these sort of quantities around. But um, when, the, when the term trafficking is used by a body such as Sport Integrity Australia, it is really, really pointy-ended. Where are the TV crews right now? I mean, Joel Smith, is he in Melbourne? I mean, what's, the, what's, the, what's his whereabouts at present? I'd love to know, Goss, if you could uh, if you could give me a, a GPS location on Google Maps uh, and, and point me in the direction, that'd be good. But uh, no, I think people will be camped out at the Melbourne Footy Club. Um, Max Gorn uh, is due to speak today, as is the, the CEO of the AFL, Andrew Dillon. So all sorts of questions will be put forward to those people. There's no better media performer and person to take the heat out of the situation for the Melbourne Footy Club, in my view, than, than Max Gorn. It, He's as polished a media performer as there is, so I'm keen to see what he has to say a little later this morning. And, um, you know, he's ultimately, when it involves a, a teammate and other teammates of Max Gorn, um, he's, he's largely responsible. That's just the way the buck falls in, in mm. footy. Mm. Hey, Mitch, if these allegations were found to be correct, and that's a big if, would you expect a lifetime ban? Well... There's two sides to this, Scotty. Firstly, Sports Integrity Australia, they look at the match day use, and we know that Joel Smith is alleged to have had cocaine in his system on match day to a game last year. Then they've also alerted the AFL to uh, possession of cocaine and then this, this latest uh, trafficking allegations. The other factor is here, the illicit drugs policy to the AFL, if he's you know, confirmed to have um, been using cocaine or, or an illicit substance on, on three or more occasions. That's three strikes under the, the drugs policy, and that's that's automatic uh, deregistration and, and a lifetime ban. So, yeah, it's hard to see, unfortunately, the, the career of Joel Smith going any further. Um, if he does receive the, the anti-doping um, ban when it comes to Sports Integrity Australia, that's looking at, you know, around the two-year mark, potentially more. Um, and then you've got the illicit drugs policy for the AFL. If it is three strikes or more, we, of course, we must stress these are allegations. Um, that's a that's an automatic deregistration. Mitch, last one on this, and we're just going to touch on a couple of other quick subjects. We know you're very, very busy. We appreciate your time. Uh, it, 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 it certainly is going to derail Melbourne, in particular early. There is no doubt about that. As a footy club, their focus is going to be massive. By, and, the, and the Melbourne media spotlight, the football media, is relentless around the country, but more so in Melbourne than anywhere, I reckon, even more so than Perth, to be honest. Um they're going to need. They're going to have to batten down the hatches big time. And you talk about Kate Roffey, Gary Pert, Max Gorn, but we're talking Jack Viney, Christian Petrarca. We're talking mm-hmm. some very senior footballers who are superstars in their own right. That is a football club that is going to have to galvanise very quickly, or this is going to be a horror, horror year and a horror couple of years. Absolutely, Goss. They go to Sydney in 14 days and they play a red-hot Sydney team who are going to be coming out hard at the SCG to impress their fans on, on opening night. And then the next week, they play the Western Bulldogs, who will be fresh, having not played in that opening round. That is a massive first two weeks for this footy club. As you mentioned, Gorn, uh, but Viney Petrarca, they are seasoned leaders of this footy club. But I can't remember an off-season uh, of this nature around a footy club, probably dating back to since the West Coast Eagles days. Yep. There's been nothing of this nature in my time of covering footy, which is, um, you know, around 10 years. So, uh, yeah, it, you know how these things work. Winning papers over everything, if they come out and beat Sydney by 10 goals in the first week and then and blitz the, the Bulldogs, 
this will be put in the review mirror pretty quick. But if they lose that first game, the pressure will continue to mount on this footy club. And, um, you know, it centres around a guy who is unlikely to ever play and, and pull on the jumper for the footy club again. Mitch, let's talk some footy footy. Uh, Collingwood secured former Victorian cricketer Will Parker as a Category B rookie. The rich get richer, Scotty. If you can believe this, <laughs> they get this kid for nothing. He's going to be paid outside the salary cap. He's a Category B rookie, which we know, you know, is the Mason Cox sort of Alex Keith, Mark Witsav style. You come from outside the league. Given he hasn't played a game of Australian rules footy in three years, he's able to come in outside the, um, you know, the official normal rookie rules and the uh, the salary cap. So, and they're not just getting a, a cricketer. They're getting a kid who was seen as a, a top 20 pick only three years ago. He's sort of in that running half-back mould who can um, intercept and defend. This could be one of the great... Uh, Rorts, not well, not Rorts. Collingwood's played well and truly in the system, but uh, you know another free kick for this footy club who wins the flag, and then they get you know a potentially top twenty talent from a, a draft only three years ago. It's uh, shrewd business and uh, very smart recruiting from this footy club. Just one for the battlers, yeah, Mitch. That is it? Just one for the battlers. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see. Good. Hey, Carlton superstar Sam Walsh. Are we expecting to see him round one? It's well and truly up in the air now, Goss. They- they say that he's on a modified program with his back. It's only two weeks out now until they play Brisbane at the Gabba on the Friday night of opening weekend. They can't put a timeline on when he'll be back in full training. We know this time last year, he missed the first month of the season after back surgery. This is really worrying news uh, for Blues fans, given they've already ruled out Silvani for the year and Weedering will miss at least the first fortnight. They can't afford to lose players to the ilk of Sam Walsh. So this is a big watch over the next fortnight. Can he get back on the park? Can he return to full fitness? Um, all eyes will be on the Blues. Mate, last one for you, because I know you've got, as you guys said, a mountain of work to do and a lot of follow-up. There's still Taron Thomas stuff floating around as well. Now, listen, um, this is a personal one for you, Mitch. Our, our magnificent producer, Special K, Chris Clifunasi, he proposed last uh, last year to his beautiful fiance Evelyn. And I saw you do the same, mate, so congratulations to you, because you have absolutely joined the blokes batting above themselves club. But to this day, he hasn't set a date yet. Have you rushed on and set a date for your for your wedding? Well, thanks for the kind words, Scotty. I've got <laughs> nothing to dispute in what you've just said. I'm absolutely no, getting out of my league. <laughs> I did it Sunday, so what's that been? Three sleeps since. Uh, yet to set a date. Kate works in horse racing. I work in footy. So the finite time, we might uh, have to sit down and and work out a, a December January window because uh, there's not many not many dates that sort of cross over for, for both of us. If you really love Kate. Right. If you really loved her, if you really love her, you, and you committed to this whole setup, you would say to her, "Let's get married, grand final day, right? <laughs> right, commit, right." And if she really loves you, she could give you, "Let's get married on a Tuesday, the first Tuesday in November." <laughs> How do you reckon? Well, I'd love to know who would win out of that scenario. Uh, you know who win? Yeah, well, that's that's a given. But who? I just don't think anyone would rock up. Maybe it would be a cheap wedding if you had it. Beautiful. <laughs> and you could save money on having Goss as your MC because you wouldn't have to pay him because no one will be there. I'll just find a day when there's a good auction going. And, uh, ah, very good. If we can double up. Very uh, congratulations, mate. You are the best in the business hey. across all of this. And we, um, we'll let you go and get amongst it today because it's a big, big day. Thanks a lot, guys. There he is, Mitch Cleary, Channel 7's number one man in footy in UC. He's across it all. It is a huge day. It's been a huge time for the footy club, Melbourne Football Club. All that and more certainly going to unfold. Keep an eye on the 7 News.